rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the Patriot Angle Podcast. A podcast unfiltered, unscripted, raw. Your host, Mike. Hello, everyone. Happy, happy Friday. It's the weekend. The weekend is upon us, right? Got a lot of good things going on this week. Uh, first and foremost, I want to wish everybody a happy weekend, uh, wherever you're tuning in. Uh, happy Happy uh, happy Friday, and I uh, hope everyone has a good weekend, right? With that being said, welcome to today's show. Uh, i got a lot to talk about in a very, very short period of time. It's going to be a very short podcast today. Um, I want to talk about um, a, a very, very interesting uh, article. Uh, uh, basically has a lot to do with what's going on with the... Uh, with uh, hiring and everything. If everybody noticed, uh, uh, there are basically now hiring signs all over the place, folks, all over the place. As states begin to open back up, literally uh, uh, state by state, right? Um, we're starting to see now hiring signs all over the place. Um, I want to talk about that a little bit into the show, but I want to go into this article here of how South Carolina is becoming literally the second state to cancel federal unemployment benefits. Oh yeah, listen to this. Coming out of Yahoo uh, uh, Money, uh, uh, basically uh, uh, now uh, going into uh, canceling, literally canceling and they're planning to stop some of its federally funded unemployment benefits uh, to address ongoing workforce sh- uh, shortages. That's great, right? We're seeing a lot of workforce uh, shortages. Uh, we, according to um, according to South Carolina's governor's uh, office, uh, leaving many out of work residents without any support at all. Uh, The state also joins the first, literally the first state uh, to start this, uh, this, this plan to cancel uh, federally funded unemployment benefits, uh, uh, which is the state of Montana, which announced a similar move uh, earlier this week. Folks, this labor shortage that we're beginning to see in the country is not only affecting these two states, Montana and South Carolina, but it's affecting the entire country, folks. We are starting to see now hiring signs all over the country. Um, is this a sign that the pandemic is uh, 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 reaching its final stages of uh, an expiration? Uh, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, I mean, that's what we've been hoping for uh, going on now over a year that this pandemic is finally reaching the 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 last phases of uh, of an expiration date, so to speak. Uh, Governor Henry uh, 
McMaster uh, said in a statement uh, just yesterday, uh, Thursday, what was intended to be a short-term financial assistance for the vulnerable and displaced during the height of the pandemic has turned into a dangerous federal entitlement and paying workers to stay at home rather than encouraging them to the return to the workplace. Uh, we've seen this uh, this danger, dangerous federal uh, in- entitlement uh, from this from from this presidential administration, in my aspect, right? Uh, urging workers to just stay home, eh, just stay home, stay home. It, it's best to just stay home instead of going to uh, back to the workplace. And what has been going on since the federal government has urged people to stay home? We've seen a shortage, folks, a shortage of employment in this country. The economy has tanked ever since that encouragement was placed on every American in this country during the pandemic. So as we see states opening up, folks, uh, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It's a very good thing. Um, We are now seeing a statement here, uh, like I said, coming out of Yahoo Money. uh, Starting June 30th, folks, jobless South Carolinians will lose the extra $300 in weekly unemployment benefits but maintain their regular benefits. Contractors, gig workers, and others will also lose access to the pandemic unemployment assistance program, such as PUA, meaning those workers won't get any benefits. Montana, folks, also plans to cancel those benefits and programs on June 27th. So uh, South Carolina Governor uh, McMaster speaks to a crowd during uh, an election night uh, just uh, last year uh, and then also reflecting uh, his decision as he did back in November 3rd of 2020 that he was planning to do this but just didn't know when. Um, McMaster has now made a trend out of Montana's... um, uh, policy decision uh, to drop out of the pandemic benefits. Folks, make no mistake about it. South Carolinians will now have no other means of support, including jobless small business owners and gig workers and long-term unemployment. Folks, what is this telling the country? It's telling the country to get back to work. Get back to work. Go about your normal lives. It's time to get people back to work, folks. It is. It's time to get people back to work. Also in the statement, it showed that South Carolina's unemployment rate was 5.2% in March, down from its 11.5% pandemic peak in April of last year. While Montana's rate was at 3.8% down from its 11.9% pandemic peak, according to a data uh, from the Labor Department. Nearly every sector in our employment 
or our economy faces a labor shortage. Montana Governor uh, Gillifrati, Gillifrati, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, said in a statement on Tuesday, the vast expansion of the federal employment, unemployment benefits is now doing more harm than good, which it is, folks. Look at look at the federal unemployment benefits. Is it what is it doing? Is it doing harm or is it doing good? It's doing more harm to the economy. The economy is tanking, folks, under this damn pandemic. And it's also tanking under this presidential administration under Biden. I mean, we can clearly see that. Both governors of both Montana and South Carolina says the cancellation of the support would cost workers at least $3,000 per worker in the supplement benefits if they couldn't find work through the program's expiration. Folks, at this point, if you are going to use anything as an excuse that you cannot find work, you're sadly mistaken. Just living here in the state of Georgia, I've seen now hiring signs after now hiring signs after now hiring signs. Folks, the work is there. It's time to get back to work. It's time to get back to work. Uh, With that being said, folks, uh, we'll be right back after these short words. Don't go anywhere. Since Maxine Waters has taken office, the 43rd District has only gotten worse. But Maxine, nowhere to be found. I'm from this neighborhood. Maxine isn't. Coming home after serving 13 and a half years in the U.S. Navy, I was shocked to find my community still in ruins. You would think that as a black leader in a minority-majority district, your prime responsibility would be to improve our communities. But that's not the case with Maxine. Since she's been in office, things have only gotten worse here in South Central Los Angeles. But she wouldn't know. She's too busy in Washington, D.C., making deals with lobbyists in D.C., making deals with lobbyists to line her own pockets with money. The only thing that's gone up faster than Maxine's net worth is homelessness in our district. One out of every five people in District 43 are living below the poverty line. One out of every three children are being raised in poverty. We have poor quality jobs and poor quality education. And gangs have taken over our streets. Violent crime in South L.A. is off the charts. In the first two weeks of 2021, this area had 59 shooting victims, compared to only seven last year. But it's no surprise that violence has gone up in Maxine's district, considering she endorses violence. She's encouraged her constituents to harass and attack her political opponents. In the speech she gave in public, on camera, with no shame. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, She thinks that's okay. Isn't that considered inciting violence? Maxine's policies is keeping our community down. It's keeping our people oppressed. South Los Angeles deserves better. Instead of adding fuel to the political fires of division in America like Maxine, I think it's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild South Los Angeles. It's time to fix our homeless problem, revamp our education system, 
rebuild our infrastructure, and slash taxes. Bring high-paying jobs to the district and end poverty. Introduce financial literacy programs into our schools so our children can learn how to build generational wealth. The political establishment has failed our community on both sides. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. We need to unite. We can rebuild our districts, but we need people to represent us who come from our neighborhoods. Maxine is 82 years old. She's represented Los Angeles in Congress for over 47 years, and she hasn't done anything. She doesn't even live here, but I do. I'm Joe Collins, and I'm running against Maxine Waters. It's time for something different. All right, folks, we're back here on the show. Uh, today we're talking about um, uh, we're talking about the shortage, folks, of just jobs everywhere. You know, I got into the um, um, earlier in the show. I got into uh, basically South Carolina and the state of Montana, basically becoming the first two states in the country to end their COVID uh, relief unemployment uh, benefits. They want their citizens to get back to work. Uh, You know, just these two governors, folks, are the first two governors to end unemployment benefits uh, during the uh, pandemic. Like I've been saying, folks, is is this pandemic reaching an end? I I, I think it is. I think it is. A lot of governors, uh, mainly Republican-run states, are, are, are seeing that this pandemic is 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 not as bad as it as everybody thought it was so people need to get back to work people need to get back to work and rebuild our economy uh with that being said folks here's another article coming out of um uh abc uh now saying that there's a shortage in uber and lyft drivers yes the ride share program is uh, is starting to see a uh, a shortage in rideshare um, uh, rides, right? Uh, people ordering Uber and Lyft rides are getting a shock when they see the prices. Yes, because of the shortage, the two companies, the two rideshare giants such as Uber and Lyft, are now skyrocketing their prices. Um, fares have skyrocketed recently. And experts say that the cost bumps will most likely be around for the next few months to basically, I guess, maybe rebuild their structure as a company, right? Because of the shortage of uh, drivers, when there's not a lot of drivers on the road, you know, the company's taking a hit. You know, they're not making money. People ordering Uber and Lyft rides are getting uh, um, upset having to wait, you know, 45, 50 plus minutes. To, I mean, the, a couple of people are saying that, uh, you know, uh, th- these two companies that have been known to have uh, short uh, ride times, as little as three to four minutes, uh, they used to love it. Now the companies are turning into uh, actual cab companies of the old school cabs having to wait over an hour. Um, On one woman's Facebook uh, post, it says that she paid $28 for an Uber ride uh, from Fulton uh, to John Wayne Airport. Her return trip from the airport to Fulton 
cost her $109. Uh, for a normal average price of $28, she paid over $100 on a ride. Folks, um, the blame of high prices uh, for this surge of shortage of the rideshare drivers have to be blamed on the pandemic. Pandemic restrictions are easing and more people are getting vaccinated and headed out. So as more people are getting vaccinated, will that be, you know, will that drive more people back to the uh, back to the program, back to the companies. Uh, a lot of people are saying uh, drivers are still getting unemployment benefits and that they're still living off their stimulus checks. But that hasn't put much pressure on people to go back and drive. So it's a little bit, little bit of a of a mixed uh, uh, reaction, you know. Um, Uh, both companies are expected to uh, bring in more drivers as this pandemic uh, hopefully reaches an end soon. Um, I want to plug in a sound clip here uh, from ABC uh, actually reporting on this. Uh, l- l- listen in, guys. With lockdowns easing, the demand for ride shares like Uber and Lyft is increasing. The companies are dealing with a shortage of drivers. Eyewitness News reporter Rob Hayes looks at what that means for passengers. Looking to pick up an Uber or Lyft? Well, get ready to pick up your jaw from the ground. Rideshare prices are going through the roof. It definitely seems expensive. This woman says she paid $28 for an Uber ride from Fullerton to John Wayne Airport. The return trip from the airport to Fullerton... $109. We've seen prices that are, um, you know, sometimes triple what, what they normally are. Egal Runian is a financial analyst with Wedbush Securities who covers ride-sharing companies. He says pandemic restrictions are easing and more people are getting vaccinated and heading out, pumping up demand. In the meantime, many Uber and Lyft drivers have not gone back behind the wheel. Drivers are still getting unemployment benefits and they're, and, and they're still uh, living off of their stimulus checks. And, and that hasn't put as much pressure for people to, to go back and drive. A spokesperson for Lyft acknowledged the rise in prices and says the company is working to attract more drivers to the platform. Quote, we're providing incentives to drivers who are busier and earning more than they were even before the pandemic. Uber didn't respond to our request. But the high prices for rideshare riders means high wages for rideshare drivers. Because demand for them is taking off, so is the amount they're getting paid per mile. The cost of rides going up, they'll, they'll get more per ride in the near term, and then Uber and Lyft are saying, you know, hey, come on, and we'll give you even extra bonuses. Analysts expect more rideshare drivers will be drawn back to their cars, and the prices should settle down by June or July. But it- All right, guys, so, I mean, you know, we've all seen uh, the evolution, so to speak, of uh, both Lyft and Uber. Um, so hopefully, hopefully uh, by July or June... Like they reported, uh, Lyft will be back to normal. Uber will be back to mo- normal. Analysts expect more rideshare drivers uh, will be drawn back to their cars, and the prices should settle down uh, by then. Uh, in other news, folks, we're seeing uh, more 
more COVID uh, restrictions being uh, lifted as uh, uh, companies are starting to allow more people into their restaurants uh, for dining service, which is great. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, we, we should be seeing we should be seeing this uh, take off pretty soon here. Uh, many of us um, are, are, are starting to come back to our normalization. Um, will it ever go back to normal? Uh, it's going to be a long, long uh, uh, ride ahead of us, so to speak, guys. Uh, we'll be right back, folks, after these words. I'm gonna, I want to get into um, my, new, uh, uh, my new sponsor here on the show, uh, Vets for Warriors, folks. Vets for Warriors. Um, before I take a quick commercial break, I want to get into uh, a great organization. Um, if you're dealing with uh, anxiety depression, uh, head over to vetsforwarriors.com. They're an excellent cause. They hate, they help out, uh, veterans of all shapes and sizes, all ethnical backgrounds. They do not discriminate. Uh, it's a great organization. Head over to vetsforwarriors.com, or you can give them a call at 855-838-8255. Again, that's 855-838-8255. 8255. Head over to vetsforwarriors.com or give them a call. And don't forget you mentioned uh, mentioned to them that you heard that on the Patriot Angle podcast. That being said, guys, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I love this Rakuten app. Look at that. I open the app, find the store that I want to use, start buying, and get me tons of cash back. I just got paid to shop. My favorite thing about Rakuten is just getting money back in the mail. I mean, who wouldn't want cash back? Sign up today and get cash back with Rakuten. All right, guys, back to the show. Back to the show. Uh, we're almost right out of time here. Uh, it was a quick show today. I uh, wanted to basically do a quick show today. Uh uh, as the uh, week is coming to an end and our weekend is upon us, um, I want to get into something real quick before we uh, leave the airwaves here. Uh, we're talking about um, the uh, everything basically opening back up, such as movie theaters, uh, uh, restaurants, bars, etc. Um, I want to get into this last ar- uh, this last argument. Oh boy, I tell you. <laughs> This last uh, article here, um, you know, if if everybody thinks that everything's opening up, uh, which I think everything's opening up, everybody wants everything to opening up, every everybody's hoping for everything to open up, uh, we get into this stimulus check saga. Could there be a possible stimulus check number four uh, in the works, in the roundup, so to speak? Uh, plus up payment status, IRS scheduled deadline uh, updates for a possible um, another batch of stimulus checks. Uh, uh, now, now that the IRS are saying another batch of stimulus checks to be hitting bank accounts and mailboxes uh, this week. Uh, here's how you can check your payment delivery status with the IRS. Uh, and if you're uh, do a plus up payment as part of the American uh, Rescue Plan, um, basically uh, with this week's batch of stimulus checks, 
the IRS has now made more than 164 million payments since the American Rescue Plan became law in March. As of Wednesday, more than 1.1 million um, payments went out uh, this week. So, I mean, could we see another stimulus? Possibly. Could be. Um, could we see a, 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 a number four stimulus uh, check? Uh, possibly. Maybe. Um, what is that going to do to the economy? Ugh, it's going to make it worse. It's going to make it better. I mean, folks... <sighs> There's been rumors now of just literally everything of now a timeline an IRS stimulus check timeline through December of 2021. Can you believe that folks? Most of the third stimulus check payments have gone out from the IRS and the U.S. Department of Treasury, based on what information the IRS has had on hand, determined payout payments. The March stimulus law, however, gives these federal agencies until December 31st of 2021 to send out all of the third checks. That gives the IRS room to process 2020 tax returns and square up payments for those who are owed plus up amounts. Folks who who filed a 2020 tax extension and other groups like those moved or don't have a fixed address, such as people experiencing homelessness. It states right here, folks, that if you or all part of your stimulus check doesn't arrive by then, You'll need to claim a missing money via a 2020 tax return in April of 2022, a year from now. This would be similar to the recovery rebate credit for claiming missing money from the first two checks, which is currently in effect for 2020 taxes. Basically goes right here. The stimulus check payments made to date. Um, the first payment batch was uh, March 17th, $90 million which was $242 billion. Um, that was direct deposit. The second payment batch was March uh, 24th, which was $17 million, $38 billion. The third payment batch, $2 million, which was $5 billion, and such and such. Goes all the way up to the eighth payment batch, folks, which was the last batch, which was just a few days ago on May 5th, which was 600000 which equivalent to 1.1 billion um how i see all this play out is that if they do a fourth uh stimulus check to the american people not only will that in my personal opinion, tank the economy, but it'll damn right bankrupt it. Which I don't think that this country 
uh, can recover from, in my own personal belief. Let's stop printing damn money and let's get people back to work. Our economy needs it. Our country needs it. And the people that live in this country need it more than ever. With that being said, folks, thank you for tuning in to today's show. Remember, uh, May 26th and May 27th, uh, we are going to be doing our podcasting live from Cocoa Beach, Florida on those two shows. So tune in to those two shows. should be a great show. Uh, also revealing the Patriot Angle highlight wheel, which is going to be uh, rather interesting, uh, is going to be only exclusive on our Instagram channel. So check us out during those two dates. And as always, thank you for tuning in tonight and have a great weekend, guys. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast at Anchor Platform.